Welcome to Praying the Psalms. My name is Anne Bradley Thomas. Today we will be praying Psalm 22. The centering time and opening prayer came from the service last Sunday. The contemplative Sunday school class started using the Psalms last year to teach us to pray. Reflect for yourself what is your intention for participating today. If you have a candle, light it as a visual reminder of God's presence. You will have distractions today, so set a plan for what to do when they arise. Acknowledge them, let them go, and return your focus back to God, back to your breath. The Centering Time will use words from Barbara Brown Taylor in an adaption of Psalm 23. Feel free to ignore the reading and focus only on your breathing if that is what you need today. The goal is to settle into this time, to be present in the moment. Some find that focusing on their breathing helps them to get out of their linear, calendar way of thinking and drop into their heart space where the Spirit lives. So get comfortable, however that might be for you today. Take a few deep breaths. You will think of other ways to get lost or to accept that you really have gotten lost through no choice of your own. It can happen anywhere in any kinds of ways. You can get lost on your way home. You can get lost looking for love. You can get lost between jobs. You can get lost looking for God. However it happens, take heart. Others before you have found a way in the wilderness, where there are as many angels as there are wild beasts, and the plenty of other lost people too. All it takes is one of them to find you. All it takes is you to find one of them. However it happens, you could do worse than to kneel down and ask a blessing remembering how many knees have kissed this altar before you. Come lie down in the green pasture. Take a walk beside still waters. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Come through the dark valley, do not fear. The Lord leads me, I am comforted and restored. Come, sit at the table where all have a seat. The Lord has prepared it for me. My cup overflows. Come inside where beauty and love meet you and follow you out. I am at home in the house of God my whole life long. O God, you chase us with goodness and mercy. By your grace, forgive us and free us. O God, your table is infinite. Free us for the challenge and the joy of living as your children in all that we say and do. Amen. Jesus spoke the Hebrew words of this psalm in Aramaic on the cross. 
W. David O. Taylor, in his book, Open and Unafraid, says that when we ignore these words or choose more polite words, is to believe that God cannot handle our broken humanity. It is to believe that God has forgotten how we are made. But God has not forgotten. God has not run out of compassion. These psalms of lament are complaints brought to God rather than kept from God. The first reading will be an excerpt from Nan Lewis Dewar's book, Praying the Psalms with Beads. As you rest in silence after the reading, perhaps use Taylor's suggestion and reflect on one thing from the past week that you feel needs to be spoken, not silence, lamented, not ignored. Something in your own life, in our community, at the national or global level. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me and moved far from my cry of distress? Oh, my God, I call out both day and night, but you do not answer and I find no rest. Yet you are the Holy One enthroned upon the praises of Israel. I am poured out like water, my bones disjointed, my heart is like melted wax. My mouth is dry like broken pottery, my tongue sticks to my mouth, and you lay me in the dusty grave. Packs of dogs close me in, and gangs of evildoers circle around me. They pierce my hands and my feet, I can count my bones. O Lord, you are my strength, hasten to help me. Be not far from me when trouble is near and there is no one to help, for I have entrusted to you since birth. Be not far away, O Lord, you are my strength. Hasten to help me. When we cry out, O Lord, you will hear us. The commentary in the New Oxford Annotated Bible says this is a prayer for deliverance from mortal illness, a lament. It is a poem written by someone who lives close enough with others to have conflict. Listen now to verses 12 through 21 from the NRSV, where the poet describes in great detail his condition. It is a lengthy complaint using metaphor and imagination. As you listen to the description of a mortal sharing life with other mortals, remember this is the same psalm Jesus quotes on the cross. Perhaps in the silence after the reading, give space for your prayer to expand to this form of prayer. Many bulls encircle me, strong bulls of Bashan surround me. They open wide their mouth at me like a ravening and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax, it's melted within my breast. My mouth is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to my jaws. 
You lay me down in the dust of death, for dogs are all around me, a company of evildoers encircle me. My hands and feet have shriveled, I can count all my bones. They stare and gloat over me, they divide my clothes among themselves, and for my clothing they cast lots. But you, O Lord, do not be far away. O my help, come quickly to my aid. Deliver my soul from the sword, my life from the power of the dog. Save me from the mouth of the lion. The poem holds the tension between the opening cry, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? and the ending we will now read. In the last ten verses, the poem shifts. There is a turning point when God answers the speaker's prayer. Robert Alter points out that the verb shifts to the past tense, and the rest of the psalm is devoted to praising rather than imploring God. The author vows if he recovers, he will offer a formal thanksgiving in the temple. In the silence after the reading, take five deep breaths and just sit with the psalm. Sit in God's loving presence. From the horns of the wild oxen you have rescued me. I will tell of your name to my brothers and sisters in the midst of the congregation. I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you offspring of Jacob, glorify him. Stand in awe of him, all you offspring of Israel. For he did not despise or abhor the affliction of the afflicted. He did not hide his face from me, but heard when I cried to him. From you comes my praise in the great congregation. My vow I will pay before those who fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall worship before him. For dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. To him indeed shall all who sleep in the earth bow down. Before him shall bow all who go down to the dust, and I shall live for him. Posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord and proclaimed his deliverances to the people yet unborn, saying that he has done it.
This psalm has passion and drama. It has honesty. It also has an aspect of a conversational language. Listen now to excerpts from the Book of Common Prayer and notice how in remembering his present situation, by saying it aloud and listening to his words spoken, the psalmist's focus switches between God and himself before ultimately his perspective is changed. Listen to God to speak to you in the silence after the reading before responding. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Oh, my God, I cry. Yet you are the Holy One. But as for me, I am. Yet you are He. Be not far from me. Be not far away, O Lord. Save me from the sword. Save me from the lion's mouth. I will declare your name. I will praise you. N.T. Wright, in his book, The Case for the Psalms, says that when we take the Psalms as a whole, we learn to stand at their complex intersection of God's time and ours, God's space and ours, God's matter and ours. Remembering the pastime of David with its flaws and failures is in the middle of that sequence. We will listen to select verses from Nan Merrill's contemporary interpretation of Psalm 21 through 24. In the silence after the reading, hold the tension of the seasons of life, the seasons of faith, and our mortal season in God's infinite time. Psalm 21 Generations to come will sing to the glory and gratitude and joy for creation's bountiful gifts of life. You put fears to flight that love and justice may reign. Psalm 22, But you, O beloved, be not far off. You who are my help, hasten to my aid. Free my soul from this agony, my life from the power of the boar. Save me from the mouth of the lion, my afflicted soul from the horns of the bull. Yes, the proud of the earth shall be humbled, while those who still live in fear and illusion will separate themselves, not knowing the indwelling peace of the beloved. Psalm 23, O my beloved, you are my shepherd, I shall not want. I shall dwell in the heart of the beloved forever. Psalm 24, The earth is yours, O giver of life, in all its fullness and glory, the world and all who dwell therein, for you have founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers.
Eugene Peterson, in his book, Answering God, starts his chapter titled Liturgy with a quote from this psalm. He says that the prayer for Israel was neither private nor peripheral. Common worship takes precedence over private devotions. These prayers are not from the pen of solitary mystics. These are the trained voices of choirs lifting their voices in lament and praise and petition and adoration. They are prayers of community before God and worship. Prayer is fundamentally liturgical. We will now hear the virtual children's choir of St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Burlington, California, sing hymn 730. The commentary under the hymn says that this hymn has an important message. The message communicates about the down-to-earth ordinariness of the holy people of God at all times and places. It reminds us we are not the first humans with our particular problem at our particular age dealing with lament, discipleship, mission, and faith. Matthew 18.20 says, Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Psalm 22 says, In you did our fathers trust. They trusted and you set them free. To you they cried out and escaped. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. Let me tell your name to my brothers and assembly let them praise you. In the silence after the song, rest in the mystery of a God who created us to live in community.
Say your own prayer of thanksgiving for this time today before the closing prayer. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Christ, all creatures here below. Alleluia, alleluia. Praise Holy Spirit evermore. Praise Triune God whom we adore. Alleluia, 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 amen.